secret baby get wait a minute wait a minute this wait wait this is a christian show it's so much that are going on in the church now to where now it's starting to look like a 10x church my god my god who is the cfo of the house i am Right. Well, the greens, this is interesting. Um, <laughs> oh, Kelsey, you're on our side. I, I hate to have to go with the women on this because I ride with the fellas, but I don't know if Chris, I don't know if I can coach them. What's up, guys? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you so much for joining us for yes. another week of the Spoken Truth Talk Show. Definitely. But this particular week, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, I like it a little bit more because yeah, one, I'm here with my man. Oh yeah, come on with it. <laughs> and then two, guys. The combos with the Costellos, yeah. like, honestly, is one of my favorites because yeah. there are so many broken relationships, mm -hmm. broken marriages. Mm -hmm. And so we bring in a little twist to it because, one, we've been married for 17 years, going on 18. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Can you okay. believe that? Wow. But Crazy also, world. we're very real and transparent. And a lot of people Definitely. don't want to be real and transparent in a, mm -hmm. unless things mm -hmm. are just so great. Yeah. Or unless when it's, raw, raw, you know, bad. Yeah. You know, they want to be a little raw with it. But we in a season of our lives where we learned yes. so much when our marriage was on the rocks yeah. when we was almost yeah. to divorce court yeah and then to when we were still trying to grow and know each other and right, then another right. person came into the marriage and we're like yeah. now what yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and so i believe that combos of the costellos which we have three different type of segments mm -hmm. with combos of the costellos but the one with just me and you yeah i love it because yeah. You know, we talk about stuff that people don't really want to talk about, and we're very blatantly real, okay? Yeah. And then I get to share this platform with you, my just my handsome, fine husband. I knew he was making googly eyes at me for. I was like, man, that twinkle stop. right there on the side. You go, it's gonna get stop. everybody in trouble. You're huh? so silly. And no. so, but for real, we get to you know talk on this level and be real. Yeah. And so, guys, this was the relationship QA. Yeah. And so I. Want you to speak from that from last week and now to this week and listen yeah, totally. guys i don't know what happened but our oldest son brought some germans in our house <laughs> you know it's Thanks not to see lot, 19 Jay. it's not to see 19 because you know we yeah. tested a couple of times yeah all the tests are negative yeah praise but the lord <laughs> whatever this is so yeah. um i'm gonna lean on my husband a little bit tonight that that's you know all fine and good and so tell them about the relationship qa yeah, no totally uh so we're actually picking back up where we left off um, so last month, the weekend of uh, Valentine's Day, uh, there was a marriage and a dating or marriage and singles QA. And so the singles QA, if you guys can remember last month's combo. Yeah, it was it was a very, very unique and very good and different uh, combos with the Costello segment. So because really there were there was more, uh, let's just say, inquiry, there were more questions. There were there was more, uh, you know, that people wanted to know relative to the subject of dating. Uh, that was pretty much the 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 whole extent and the bulk of last month's mm -hmm. show. And so this month's show is really kind of like uh, an addendum of last month. But we're just, you know, picking back up with the whole marital piece in comparison to dating and yes. so we just wanted to pick back up where we left off uh just kind of hit a major subject at the end and we'll be out of you guys's head and we got that. so so much feedback like people did not want the yes. relationship one to even end yeah. <laughs> and we we couldn't even get into yeah. the marriage you know yeah. and so i didn't want to leave people hanging uh -huh. that had the questions about marriage and so that brings us for today 
Yep. Okay. And so I'm very excited. So listen, before we do anything, uh -huh. I need y'all out there to go ahead and share with all your friends. Okay. <laughs> and I need you to like this video on yeah. YouTube and Facebook. Okay. Yeah. And you guys already know it changes the algorithm and it pushed the video right. for it to see more viewers. Sure, okay. Sure. To more viewers. So go ahead and share and like. Okay. And if you haven't subscribed to both channels, YouTube and Facebook. And so I'm very excited about tonight, honey. So yeah. we're not going to waste no time. Okay, let's go. We're gonna go ahead and dive right into it. So, yes, ma'am, you let, go first. Let, let's get it. <laughs> so, there were three questions that were really mm -hmm. relative to, let's mm -hmm. just say, the context of marriage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just want to pick back up and uh, talk about those. One of the questions were, Oh, wait, wait a minute. Let me get shout out. What? Oh, let me excuse me. Out Pardon everybody. me. Listen, I, I'm just uh, one narrow focus. Let me get shout out to Lisa Jean. She's yeah. out here, man. She's our super friend. I appreciate her so much. You got something yeah. coming in the mail really, awesome. really soon. So we appreciate you supporting. Always Jane. watching. She actually be at work and she just be on here. <laughs> and let me get shout yeah. out to Nene. Of course, Nene. Nene was our super duper friend. Yeah. And so now she's just a part of the family. She's our admin. She's oh, yeah. always there when we need her. Definitely. So shout out to you, Nene. I love you much, yes. cousin. She's my love cousin you. too. And let me get shout out. Listen, one person that I just love. She she definitely a super friend, okay? Yeah. And she don't say much. She don't type much, but she watch yeah. every show. She give me feedback. Awesome. She texts. She always pushing me. That's with what's things, up, man. You know, so yeah. I really, really appreciate Shamika. Shamika. Oh, Shamika. What's up, Shamika? She's our, our friend, her and her husband. Yeah. Um, and she's in Baltimore. So yeah. thank you, Shamika, so much thank for you. always being there. That's our super friend as well, guys. Yeah, yeah, and nice. so thank you. And then, of course, we got Tavia in the building. Tavia. You guys are from Millennial girl? Speak, guys. Go back and watch some of those Millennial Speak. Oh, it yeah. was lit. Yeah. They off the chain. They so we had to fire. put them forth more yeah. this season because they was off the chain. That's right. And so, listen, I don't know if you're out there. I can't see you mm -hmm. if you are go ahead and say something and say hi bye yeah. or something right and so let's continue on i i just had to give a shout out before no, we go straight into it i i'm totally glad you caught that because i was gonna dive in head first but okay. uh but yes yeah thank you guys indeed um so picking back up one of the questions for marriage was what are the benefits of working at your marriage what are the benefits of working at your marriage now, you want me to take this? Go, go ahead. and uh, So here's what I would say. When you think about marriage and when you think about uh, the benefits, what came to me and what dropped in my spirit was that you really get to see, to live and participate in the promises of God. When you think about marriage and when you think about promises, when you think about what God really ordained for the man and the woman to come together in the marriage covenant, there, there, there are loads of promises. And so you get to actually partake of it. You get to live them. You get to receive them. You get to walk them out because you're working at your marriage. And let me just go ahead and put this in here. Insert, make this insert that you're you're working at your marriage relative to the way God wants you to work it. Okay, some of the promises are that in Proverbs 18 and 22, probably heard this a million times. Let's make it a million and one. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Mm. And so when you think about that, he who finds a wife, mm. he finds a good thing. Mm. And he finds that good thing, which is both his wife and the blessings that God has for him. And he obtains favor from the, from the Lord. Now, the, I guess the rest of that, or maybe a further elaboration is, it's not just favor for him in as much as favor for her. Another revelation that came to me about this passage is that in so many respects, the wife is the catalyst that brings the favor mm. into the covenant. Come on. And so he who Come finds on, a wife. you the favor. Hey, I <laughs> was born in the 70s. This is Solomon. <laughs> and so the point is, is yeah. that, you know, favor enters the marriage, even really through, let's just say the person in the conduit, I would say of the wife, because he found a wife. Let me just go ahead and throw this boomerang out here. <laughs> Jesus help us. Culture, thank you, honey. Mm -hmm. Culture will tell you one of a million different things apart from the way and the will and the word of God. 
They got women proposing to men. Oh they got gosh. women finding men. Help got, us. It's like the whole re- role is reversed. It's a reversal role. And the Bible would suggest that the man, and I'm just going to say as a hunter, as a provider, as the one who goes out first. Let's deal with he that. He would go and he would go and find the wife. If we got to bring it back to square one, mm. in Genesis, Adam was created first. And when it says that he didn't have a helper or a help meet, it just simply sifts down that he didn't have help. He saw pairs and kinds of different animals, male and female. I'm just saying. And so it was good that man was not alone. So God created the woman. He created Eve. And so the concept there is that Adam and God had a vertical relationship. Adam can't relate to the snail. He can't relate to the elephant. He can't relate to the bees, whatever. You know what I mean? And so he didn't have any help. He didn't have anyone. And so what that means is that, and God put Adam to sleep, opened him up, took, made a womb out of the man and took the rib out and then made woman from that. That womb man, womb from the, anyway. And so the point is this, is that since Adam was first, since Adam came before Eve, since Adam had the relationship with God, since it was Adam first, then that would kind of give the connotation and the suggestion that the man, like it says, would find the wife. You teaching, sir? I just want to say one thing. We can move on right on. Here's another, uh, here's another promise. Proverbs 14 and 23. It says, all hard work brings profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. So the, the phraseology would be in today's time, don't just talk about it. Be about, be about it, it. You know what I mean? And so that's, that is, is, is exactly what Solomon is saying. All hard work brings a profit. And it's not just profit as in dollars profit, but all hard work, it brings a benefit. It brings a blessing. It brings a result. And when you think about it, when you think about the generations before you, when you think about the people in your own generation, when you think about those pillars in the marital community, those who have stuck together through thick and thin. When I was in college, I used to listen to Outkast. They were my favorite group. Anyway. <laughs> he, he was for real into rap rap, for real. Now he you had ain't, posters and you everything. You don't have to put all I'm of like, my business I'm like, all sir, there, on, sir. In the, in, in the airwaves. I, I like she, rap too. She's she right though. She's she right. I, but see, I, hold I on a blessing. God been twisted around. He's now I listen to God gospel christian hip-hop now come, come on. on now shout out but they, they were saying that it were, or in their song they uh-huh. said straps sticking together like grandma and grandpa pa and, and so when i think about that it's like you know if you work at your marriage relative to solomon in proverbs 14 and i think 20, 23 verse 23 then work brings a profit but if a person talks about it or is let's just say idle about their approach then there's nothing to look forward to because anything worth having is worth working for. Yes. Anything worth pursuing is going to let you put forth some kind of effort. Yes. And therefore, you receive the benefits. Did you want to say something about so, that? So, first of all, yes. <laughs> that was off the chain. Hey, but, praise God. you know, I had to do the, the, the Apostle Phil and Mama Sylvia on this. Oh, well, come on in. Um, Let's do it. The, when you say, what are the benefits of working on your marriage? Mm-hmm. What is work? What does that mean? Oh, well, come on And in. of course, I had to pull out the dictionary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> make it fundamental. Um, make it fundamental. <laughs> but the benefits of working on a marriage. Work means this. Activity involving mental or physical effort right. done in order to achieve a purpose or a result. Right. A task or a task to be undertaken. Something a person or thing have to do. Mm. To be engaged in physical or mental activity in order to achieve a result. Mm. Operate or function, especially Mm. properly or effectively. Mm. And so I... I remember it was a point, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna be real and raw now, y'all. Hold on to your pearls. (laughs) I remember feeling like, what's the point of working on a marriage? Mm -hmm. I remember when I did not work on my marriage. I remember being lackadaisical in my Mm -hmm. marriage and not putting forth effort. And like it said, it's an activity. Oh yeah. Okay. So you have to do it you can't just sit there and you think your it. marriage is going to be all right right okay this is for you ladies where you just let yourself go oh you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're not actively engaging with your spouse mm-hmm. you're not putting forth 
effort, mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. to make the marriage work. It's just like going to a job. You're not going to go to a job and get paid by My just sitting God. right doing nothing, looking at the screen, <laughs> wanting somebody else to do the work. My You're going to be fired, oh okay? Oh and so just like a marriage, when you get lazy in a marriage, you feel My like you don't goodness. have to do anything. You don't have to fix yourself up. You don't My have to look God. cute. You don't have to put on makeup. You don't have to comb your hair. You yeah. don't have to do nothing. You think, okay, I don't have to do this. I already got him. But what it took to hook him with oh. what it's going to keep what it's going to take to keep up yeah okay yeah and so you cannot just be lazy so you have to do the work mm. i love it when it says in order to achieve a result mm. okay mm. if you want to achieve and have a successful marriage yeah okay you have to put in the work yeah okay yeah. you have to whatever you need That's to right. do to make that marriage work and it's say engage mm -hmm. ain't nothing like if i come into the room that my work. husband is doing yep. whatever whatever yep. whatever <laughs> and yep. i'm coming into the room looking cute and yeah. my husband don't engage and say honey you look good i, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I need you to be sad yeah, like yeah, i gotta do her do the you have to engage right. in that person you have to put forth effort yeah. and effectively see yeah. you can't just be like all right tomorrow i'll tell them how no, yeah. no 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 you have to be effective so you have to make sure you be on it it's yeah. like a task you have to do the work right and so and vice versa mm -hmm. my husband come in he want to talk about something I'm like oh yeah mm -hmm, that's good <laughs> i'm not engaging with him yeah. i want to know what's going on with yeah. your day how you doing boo you good yeah you know what I'm saying? So that's actively engaging yeah. Yeah. in your marriage. Yeah. We cannot get lazy mm. in our marriage and think just because I have them, because just like that job, if you're not engaging, no. we're working from home and the manager never see you return emails doing anything. <gasps> when, what's going to happen? You're going to be fired. Okay? Fired. On your day off, probably too. She gonna make sure she type in that letter saying, "You know what? This your last day." And just wow. like your marriage, yeah. you think that it's okay, and you're not engaging. You're not seeing what's going on yeah. with them, and you're not talking to them. You're not appreciating them. Yeah. You being lazy. You just oh rugged. You look a mess. You look a hot yeah. mess. You don't do nothing. Yeah. Work. You don't do nothing to work on your marriage. You're not effective. Yeah. Guess what's gonna happen? Why you think Bob? Okay, mm. it's okay, but Bob is working on a plan to get up out this marriage. Wow. Susie too. Okay. Now, now let me let me go ahead and uh, give, give me two seconds. More than that. Um, the same for the man because it's not mm -hmm. that I have seen, you know, and even myself. I, and, and let me not just point the finger because I'm gonna do just like this, and I will come into marriage and just sit in the chair and think something is owed to me. Mm. You know, uh, the Ooh, last wait. time, I don't think, uh, September, I don't know, sometime at the fourth quarter of last year, sometime at the end of last year, we were doing combos with the Costellos, and one of the biggest ministries the Holy Spirit gave me was to serve. Come so on. The, 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 the whole good. concept of, and I'm going to say engaging from a male's engaging. perspective or a husband's perspective. And I'll say engage properly too. So you, so, you just have me at definition. engage, okay. but engage properly, yeah. engage, engage effectively. The whole concept of the encounter, the whole concept of, you know, just, just, you know, coming to the, the whole engagement, you know what I mean? And so when you come together and when I come together, of course, and we're going to touch some this at the latter part of the show but you know there is an attentive piece of it and there is you know uh some some other things you know what i mean i, I don't want to give it now i'm at the end of the show what you can do you to work I mean? on your marriage but but that's also you know enveloped in service because mm -hmm. what's going to make the let's just say the road less rocky mm. is the more that I don't look at you like, where's mine at? Come do for me, come yeah. give for me in comparison to what do you need and what can I do for you? Come on. And so here is the rest of the part. Uh-huh. You're the big feet buddies too. Uh-huh. So I'm got, I have to serve you and I got to serve them. But we ain't talking about parenting now. Keep no, them out of it. Okay? So, <laughs> so, so the okay. you know what I mean? And so, so on, on the parental front, yeah, from a male pr perspective, mm -hmm. and even if we had girls, mm -hmm. you would teach them as you best as godly possible. and goddaughters and stuff. Okay, yeah, there you go. But you can teach them and show them as best as possible what God's concept of service is yeah. in the marital yeah. front. Yeah. 
And then from the marital perspective, then just like Jesus, because he's going to say the greatest is the kingdom is the servant anyway. Come Not on. that I'm looking for clout and I'm looking for some reputation or something like that. But, but you need to serve. And that's the point of working on your marriage. That's why you have working. to If you're working, you're serving. There you go. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. You're serving on your job. You're I, serving you, whatever that project, that prospective person that is. That right there. And so you're yeah. serving. So even in a marriage, you have to do the work. You need yeah. to serve. You need to engage and properly engage. Mm -hmm. Not when he's talking to you like, uh-huh, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, how was your day? Okay. You know, yeah. you have to actively engage. Shut yeah. everything down if you have to. Or just say, hold on one second, honey. I want to hear what you have to say. Because yeah. that's yeah. me. I be doing about three different things all the time. I be like, uh, I be typing. No. I be texting. Thir I be talking. I be walking. You know what I'm saying? I be one cleaning. Thing. I be yeah. doing. Yeah. All and so that. I have to say, honey, hold on. Because I want to hear what you guys say. And yeah. I, I let me tell you something. Anybody that talk on the phone with me, my husband come into the room. All right. I got to go. All right. Because mm -hmm. my husband look like he needs some conversation. He needs some love and he needs some engagement. So I'll call you back. Bye. Okay. And brothers can't be sensitive. Nah. Come on. <laughs> we men. Yeah. Don't be worried. Little, Give me little. all your time. <laughs> Calm down, bro. And, and, and all mad. They don't want to talk because she's doing like 400 things. Help her with it. And that can accelerate. That's just a little tidbit. I'm just saying. You know, there go the service piece again. Come and on. So, but go ahead. You know what I mean? And mom in the building. Hi, mom. We love you. Hey, she mom. had to say mom is watching. <laughs> and Datavia said this, and this was really good. Mm. She summed up what we were saying. Marriage is just another entity to employ your serving skills. It is. That's it good is. wisdom. That's fire that. right there, Tay. Right, and it's true. Yeah. You know is. what I'm saying? You yeah. have to do the work. Don't you get lazy. Do the work. That's true. And so the second question was. What are ways to keep your marriage fresh? And guys, if you don't know, if you just joined, um, February 11th, we, we had the relationship QA. And this is the part two because we only talked about dating the very first one. And I have the link um, above or below, depending on your YouTube and Facebook, that you can watch part one. So now we're talking about marriage. Okay, so we have the marriage QA that we didn't get to with the very first one. So we had decided to do a sure, part two. Sure. And so we just talked about the benefits of working on your marriage. Mm. And the second one is what are ways to keep your marriage fresh? Here's what I will say to that. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, this can be scriptural, mm -hmm. uh, but from a very practical standpoint, here are just three things right off the bat. Mm. Spontaneity, uh, not being bound to anything, yes. not being limited to or by anything. Nobody a boring marriage. You know, just off the flip, off the fly sometimes, you know what I mean? And, you know, it, it, it ain't just like, all right, you know, I got food on the uh, uh, oven uh, in the stove. I, 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 I'm, I'm in the middle of a project. Um, you know, uh, the the kids need this and the things are happening. Well, you know, it's not like, you know, just disconnect from life. That's not what I mean. But to be spontaneous in the sense that on the fly, hey, <laughs> pack a toothbrush, let's get out of here. You know what I mean? Hey, on the fly, let's let's go get some, some need. Let's let's go downtown. Let's do this. Let's do that. Yes, let's go to the let's do something spontaneous. You know yes. what I mean? Um, another thing is research. And and this is, you know, a little subtle in the sense that when you are looking for new things to experience, you know, it kind of keeps the whole concept mm -hmm. of romance, uh, you know, intact. And yeah. romance has this kind of uh, intriguing. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It, it, it's a it's a it's like an expectancy mm -hmm. you, you're expecting. And when you're researching and if a person does research, then maybe that that spontaneous date for the place that they've never been, mm -hmm. whether it's an eating place or some other engagement or encounter or whatever like that, then that'll bring a little more, let's just say life and excitement life. to the uh, relationship. And lastly, uh, consistent romance. And that's it. Uh, consistent romance. You know, the, I guess there's a whole concept and aspect, I would say, you know, of just the, and here's where, you know, well, I don't say where I get a little selfish, but the physical touch, you know, the whispering sweet nothings, you know, the holding, looking, hands. holding hands. She keep looking at me like she want to take a bite <laughs> out of crime or something like that. I'm joking. But, uh, you know, just yeah. the whole, you know, just the whole coming together and really physically, intimacy. verbally, yeah. very much so being That's intimate keeping it and, fresh. and loving on each other. And, and it really keeps it fresh because it'll be so easy to work yourself day and out. 
be good for nothing at the end of the day, take the shower, go to sleep, and just be done with it. You know what I mean? Go through the regular routine and have no spontaneity, don't mm-hmm. make any cracks, don't, don't have any dancing or nothing, just anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole romantic piece, you know, the whole excitement yeah. and the expectation of, you know, getting together is what I would say. And so, how to keep a marriage free. That is, that's how to keep it free. First of all, let me just go ahead because you, you just broke that down and, and <laughs> Come on. Come on. I had to put that. It's over there, in it. It's behind the wall, ain't it? I mean, you summed it up because, you know, speaking of keeping the marriage fresh, okay, I get bored easily. Yes, I, she does. I get so bored. I think, I, I really think that, you know, I've been misdiagnosed or something because. Don't say that. I, <laughs> I get bored, like, as if I have AD, you know? And so I like to keep it fun, keep it exciting. What's next? What are we mm-hmm. gonna do? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Even it don't even have to be outside the house. Like even when we in the house, True. honey, what you find to watch? What you, you know? What are you gonna do? You know, watching some funny shows. It can be corny, but it's new. It's different. That's true. You know That's what true. I'm saying? Yeah. And so when you when when you talk about keeping a marriage fresh, plan small or big dates. Whether it's date nights or date days. One of the things that I love, and it really keeps the marriage fresh, when my husband just go pick up something, you know, uh, during the day, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And even sit and eat it with me, and we're talking. And having powwows, that's keeping your marriage fresh as well. It's like when we talk about different things, when we have, we call them Mm powwows. Like I will talk and we do it brushing our teeth in the morning, or um, once he have his first meeting and I have Mm -hmm. mine, we sit and take a few minutes to just have a powwow. So, you know, and and then at night, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we have that powwow as well before we go to bed. Kids, go to bed. Put them kids to bed. Get out and let me tell you something. Keep them kids out your bed. Tell them to go to bed, okay? Because when 9 o'clock hit, I'll be like this. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. When they go to bed. Uh Uh-huh, just like that. as soon as they go to bed, it's me and his time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's how you keep your marriage exciting and fresh. You have, like, you waiting on that particular time, right? I literally be waiting on certain times of the day, whether it was Mm -hmm. when we brushing our teeth, having powwows, or at night when the kids are going to bed. And so Mm -hmm. we keeping that Mm -hmm. marriage fresh. Also... Buying small gifts just because. Mm-hmm. Stop letting it just be a birthday. Yeah. When you go out and buy your, your husband or wife a little some sum, it don't have to be much. We're not saying you have to have a big budget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you buy a store and it's something that you think she'll like, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a necklace, earring, you know what I'm saying? A little piece of jewelry. You or know what I'm saying? Yeah, edible yeah. rings. Yeah, I like the edible rings. Yeah. You know, or some women like flowers. I don't. I don't want them gnats in my house. I don't. You know, it's that, and you know, it's a waste of money for me. But some That's women like that. Okay. Some women like me. It. My flowers is edible arrangements that I can eat. Okay. Very true. And so. You know, just little small things, buying a little piece of candy. You know what I'm saying? Dark mm-hmm. chocolate for people that, you know, on that keto, because Lord knows I'm back. So mm-hmm. you just different things that you can do to make it exciting. That's yeah. keeping your marriage flesh. Yeah. Men, you yeah. women, buying a man something, not just them buying something. You see a little shirt, buy it for him, pack it up, wrap it up. This is just for you, babe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little shoes, cologne. I love buying my husband cologne. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, and, and just not when it's a birthday, Mother's yeah. Day, Father's Day. That's boring because yeah. I already can expect it. Yeah. Give me some type of non-expectancy, okay? Yeah. I want to I, I want to feel that you're just thinking about me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shooting a little text. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't saying sex scene, but you know, make it... Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> celebrate small. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> celebrate big and small. You do too much. I was Cele- to celebrate small and big wins. My husband, he took me out. I got a promotion. Uh-huh. And I felt so excited to see it on the calendar, celebrating. Oh, sure. You know, so he put it on the calendar that we all we share calendar. And he took me out to celebrate that and not just, oh, congratulations. No, he wanted to make it big. And we did, you know, a little little Sprite toast. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Celebrating me having a job. He had the kids to celebrate, too. So 
keeping the marriage fresh. Yeah. Okay. And I think I, and you basically said the other ones, you know, the intimacy part mm-hmm. and things of that nature. That's how you keep a marriage fresh. I agree. Okay. I totally agree. And so, um, J- I, I see Jason in the building, a few other people logged in. Jason. Hey guys, Jason, that's our super friend What's as up, well. Man? And so that's how you keep it fresh. I agree. Um, this last question, just go hit this and uh, move on. So this is a loaded one. Okay. And this was a question asked, guys, and yeah. So we finna get deep. Yeah, let's uh let, let's get after it. They asked, How do you forgive your spouse when you have been hurt so many times by them or have been hurt bad? How do you heal? Yeah. And how do you heal? That's the last question. Three questions. How do you forgive your spouse when you have been hurt so many times by them or how or have been hurt bad? How do you heal? And so this is quite a bit. Okay. When you think of healing, healing always suggests time. And when you think of healing, healing always suggests rest. Think of rest. Rest is no activity. You think time, time, you know, is something that could take a span. But the time should not be that long. Okay. The time should not be that Mm. long because if I get the call for sniffles in comparison to somebody who has a broken arm, then the broken arm going to take months. Call for sniffles be done done in like Mm. a few days or something like that. You know, if if you think about the comparison between healing with regards to no activity and also the span of time before you're well again, so to speak. Um, When you, Think about the word forgive. Forgive defines like this to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone, parenthetically, for an offense, a flaw, or a mistake. So now let's get on the monkey bars. You guys know what monkey bars are, right? Mm. When you go to the to the playground and then you swing with one hand on one bar and then you swing forward to another hand on another bar, and then you go all the way across all the bars on the wrong, this and then you get off deep. the monkey bars. So forgive again. Forgive means to stop feeling angry or resentful towards mm. someone who caused an offense, a flaw, or a mistake. But so to forgive, a synonym for forgive is pardon. Pardon means to excuse. And to excuse means to overlook. Come on. And when you overlook, that just simply means to forget. Yes. And when you forget something, you get over the thing or yeah. you let the thing go. All of these are mm. brothers and sisters alike. All of these are one of the same. All of these mean the same thing. So if you forgive, mm. stop being angry or resentful towards someone that did you wrong, uh, my paraphrase, then that means you pardon them, you excuse them, you overlook, you forget, yeah. you let go, and you get over. Now, practical approaches to healing and forgiveness. First, bring it to the Lord. Jesus said, Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, yeah. and I will give you rest. Psalm 16, 11 said, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So you yeah. come to the Lord, you bring it to the Lord. And the next, you pray about your pain and disagreements mm. and your issues. And again, as you pray about it, you let it, let it go. go. You let it go. Why? Because first Peter five and seven, it says, cast all your cares on him because he cared for you, all your anxieties, anything that got you in an uproar, anything that got you not normal, not stable, cast that on him. Mm. And when you cast it, when you look at this word cast in the original Greek, it's tossing it off. Mm. It's tossing it away. And when you get look at forgive in the original Greek, it's throwing it down. Yeah. It's casting. So when you cast, they're two different words, but kind of the same concept. The whole objective of throwing it away and getting it off and away from you is what you are commanded to do. This is a command because it's written in the imperative tense yeah. in First Peter 5, 7. Now, 1 Corinthians 13, 5, it says, it, meaning love, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. self-seeking. And it is it is not easily angered. And here's the part about the whole object of forgiveness. Yeah. The what? A, B, C, D part of this verse 5, 1 Corinthians 13, 5. Mm. It says, it keeps no record of wrong. That's it. That's it, it keeps no record of wrong. That's what love does not do. Yeah. And so the, the goal is to 
forgive and to forgive quickly. A few more little things uh, because we're talking about practical here. Pray for your spouse and for the occurrence. Wait. How you gonna steal that? Let uh, me let me chip this in, and then you go to that. Go ahead, go Cause ahead. you're stealing. <laughs> I am trying you know, to fly straight. Let me say this. But go ahead. When you talk about forgiveness and how do you heal, this is the question that someone asks. Mm -hmm. So this is deep. Yeah. One way that you can forgive, and that's just not a spouse, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. One way you can forgive anyone, start praying for them. Yeah. God has allowed go. me. To forgive people that hurt me yeah. by praying for them. Yeah. And at first it's hard. Cause I be sitting up there don't have nothing good to say when I'm praying. Yeah. I'm yeah. sitting up there like, Lord, they hurt me. I start putting just like, Lord, if they hurt me, you you deal with my enemy. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And the thing <laughs> is, you pray against the enemy and right, whatever the enemy right. is doing, but the mm, whole thing is you edify the person. Right. Say, Lord, bless them. Yeah. Lord, and heal me. I began to start praying for more in my heart than right. anything. And right. then saying, Lord, bless them. Because the they, Jesus on the cross, he said, Lord, I forgive them because they know not what right. they do. Right. Come on. So even the people that nailed him to the cross, yeah. that beat him, that spit on him, that mocked him, that called him devils. Yes. He still said, Lord, forgive them because they know not what they do. Mm. So when somebody hurts you, the way to heal your heart, to let them go, because you still have them locked up and they mm. went on by their business but you have them locked up in your heart yeah the way to successfully forgive is start praying for them and next thing you know those very chains yeah. and that hardened heart that you have it began to start peeling off and that heart of stone yeah. become a heart yeah. of flesh and next thing you know when you praying you praying more blessings than curses yeah you begin to pray and and sincerely pray and want the best for that person. Yeah. And then next thing you know, when you see that person or somebody mention their name, mm -hmm. you don't have that little grit in your heart. Every time you think about you them, know what you, you have more joy and peace concerning them. Can I say them. something? You can ask God to soften their heart. And you can ask God sure you know, to change their heart. To change the way they think. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you, it's okay to ask God that. You can ask God for anything. Mm -hmm. But it's even in the Bible to give uh, the people a heart of flesh instead of a heart of stone. You know what I mean? And so I'm saying that to say that, you know, as you're praying for your enemies, which equally is also not only at the end of Jesus' ministry, yes. uh, but the beginning. Because at the Sermon on the Mount, he said, pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. You know what I mean? And, and Kevin Manning is on here. And he said, forgiveness is easier said than done. Kevin you are so true, man. We'll talk. Yeah. And, and and I can understand, you know, what Kevin is saying. Yeah. Because it is easy. But here, here's the whole concept, though. Here's the whole concept. Yeah, we're, we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. But nowhere under the sun is this an overnight thing, just like Kevin said. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's easier said than done. No, no, sir. Because just like riding a bike. You need one revolution to get just a couple of feet and another revolution to get a couple more feet up the road. And more, the more revolutions and the more practices and the more circles and the more pedaling you do, then the better you get at it. You know, and it's, 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 it's definitely a work in progress with regards yeah. to the fact that, yeah. you know, it's something that you'll have to keep working at. Now we go back to the one of the key words early yeah. on in the apartment. Yeah. But you, you work at forgiveness. But the whole goal is that as you're praying for your the person that did mm -hmm. you wrong, then the whole objective is to let it go. Mm -hmm. God wants you to let it go. If I can just sum up, cast all your cares on him because he cared for you, that means as best as you can, let it go. Give it to God. But but one of the ways to help you practically give it to God mm -hmm. is by praying for your enemies. Um, Approach your spouse in peace and in love. Proverbs 15, 1, it says that a gentle answer turns away wrath. Notice that. Gentle, a gentle answer. Answer. So you have to be asked a question in order for you to get an answer. So your response and gentleness will turn away wrath. But a harsh word stir up anger. So if they brutish and you brutish and then two brutish people go out at each other, then that's an explosion waiting to happen. Now, Proverbs 14, 1. Now, it says, woman, but let's just use woman as a placeholder. It says a wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish tears her house down. Ooh. So the wise man builds his house. The wise woman builds her house, but the fool pluck it down with their own hands. Yeah. And so you don't want to be foolish. 
definitely relative to the marriage because a marriage is a covenant that wherein yeah. there is a home for the man and the woman in the marriage. And so we're talking about the marriage in the house. And so, and, and lastly, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, and peace. Galatians mm. 5.22. And the whole approach is in love. In love. You try to get an understanding with your spouse. Uh, talk it out with your spouse. Yeah. And if, if, it's, if it comes down to it, then you just might need counseling. And let me thank you I, because you said counseling. Let me say this within the black culture. Counseling is like a curse word mm -hmm. and we got to break that mold. Mm. One thing we think, OK, if I mm. get counseling, we crazy. We don't do counseling. Right. That will save your marriage. And the Lord gave me this scripture. And it's very Lord. important because it's a lot of people that they think counseling is a curse word. OK, <laughs> if I go to counseling, no, yeah. I'm crazy or right, I need right. no, 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 no. Right. Let me, let me say this. Yeah, come the on. Bible says Ooh. without counsel, Ooh. plans fail, but with Ooh. many advisors, they succeed. Yeah, come on. Where there is no guidance of people fall. Yeah. But in abundance of counselors, there is safety. Yeah, come on. Let me come tell on. you something. Me and my husband, yeah. we was on the brink of a divorce. It was about to happen. It was, it was a done deal. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was, it was done. We just that, need to sign the papers. Yeah. But. Let me tell you something. One thing we did, we made that did not sit down with an actual counselor. Right. But we talked to people that marriages was successful solid. and yeah. solid. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I, I shouldn't even say successful, but it was solid. Yeah. Okay. We had to talk and connect with people that have healthy right. marriages. Because if right. you're around people yeah. that have a jacked up marriage mm. and they begin to talk mm. about they mess. That, listen, I remember me and my husband are being with some couples. <laughs> yeah. I said never again. <laughs> right. And they all upset and we like, oh, what's wrong with yeah, them? Yeah, right, right. The next thing you know, I'm picking a fight with him. That that spirit just leaked. Now I'm mad at him for no reason. Right. That's yeah. the enemy. Mm-hmm. And that's the work of the enemy. So I'm very careful yeah. who I link up. In marriages, I'm yeah. very careful. We don't go everywhere with everybody mm -mm. because that spirit mm -mm. that's on their marriage will curse your marriage. And yeah. you have to be careful who you talk to concerning your mate, that's concerning right. your husband, concerning right. your wife, because people will tell give you bad counsel. But when you have good counsel, the Bible says right here, out of abundance of counsel, yeah. there is safety. Yeah. So you're safe. Your marriage becomes safe. Right. Okay, so I'm very careful who I link up with. And let mm -hmm. me say this. There's people that's experiencing where they cannot forgive because a spouse cheated. Yeah. Okay, the Bible says, but the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. <sighs> He's an utter fool. The Bible says, and that's yeah. Proverbs 632. The Bible says in Hebrew 13 and 4, it says, give honor to marriage and yeah. remain faithful to one another yeah. in marriage. You're yeah. honoring your marriage when you remain faithful. Yeah. And you're, and let me tell you something, men. That's why you do right with your spouse is your wife. Yeah. Because your prayers won't be hindered. And that's Bible. First that's, Peter 3. That's Bible. Yeah. And so you have to do right. And that's even for a woman. Submit to your own husband. Right. It's women out here. They submit to everybody else. They pass it. They preach it. The apostle. The, 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 the neighbor and everybody else. But then you get home. You're ugly. Man. You're a whole different way when you get home. Right. You're disrespecting your husband. Right. You're doing everything up under the sun. That's the devil. Sit yeah. down somewhere. Because you somebody said submit to your own husband. Your own, right. The enemy is so busy. <laughs> but he is a defeated foe. So listen, before we do anything, go ahead and share. I am so sorry we're back. Thank you guys for staying and hanging yeah, in there with guys. us. This was crazy. Yeah, it was. But God we're back. glory. And we back. Amen. So go ahead and share. That was lit too. Yeah. So you know, you that was lit. The enemy did not like that. You talking about marriage. Yeah. You're trying it. how to keep a how marriage, marriage because yeah. he loves he let me tell you, the enemy loved discord. Yeah. He don't like unity. Yeah. So we're talking about marriage. The only thing in the Bible that was a typo to Christ and the church was marriage, yeah. man and woman. The first relationship. The first relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the enemy yeah. did not like that, but we're going to keep it moving. Go ahead and share, guys. Go ahead and share. Wow. That was crazy. So, honey, we go back. ahead. We back. Yeah. Let's, let's get it. So that was the whole point or the whole concept of uh, how, how do you forgive? How do you forgive 
is by praying for your enemies. Just recap before we move on. How you forgive is by, you know, letting it go, giving it to God, and then, you know, trying your best to maybe reconcile is a better choice of words. Try mm. your best to reconcile. Try to talk to them. Try to talk it out with them, male or female alike, um, you know, and try to work that thing out. And again, how you were just saying is so uh, perfectly clear and a uh, very good point. Counseling is not a curse word. It's not a bad word. As a matter of fact, counsel is not only uh, just a good thing, it's actually uh, prescribed. It's uh, it's uh, advised in the Bible. You know what I mean? And so if, if all else fails, and yes. if there's no other way, then counseling should yes. be and would be another best step. And, and you know what? Before we even, um, the, the, the enemy tried to uh, throw a loophole within this, this broadcast, but he's a liar. Um, and thank y'all for praying. And let me get shout out to the people that still stay. Datavia is back. Um, Ranisha, thank you, sis, for joining. I love, love thank her. You, love you. her. We're going to have to have her on the show. Yeah, nice. um, powerful couple. Awesome. You met her husband, Arthur. Okay. Yeah. Right on, right and on. so, um, yeah. online, but you online, met him. Sure, um, sure. And, and so, and Lisa and Datavia, Nita, thank y'all so much for praying. Thank I know y'all was warned. Shamika, I know you was praying, girl. Right on, right and so right. I got texts like, what's going on? People yeah. praying. So thank you so thank much. Thank you, guys. But one thing we was talking about was giving honor in marriage and how the right. enemy want to destroy a marriage, especially with infidelity. Okay. Oh, sure, That's sure, one of the sure. biggest things. And let me tell you something. A lot of divorces occurred during 2020 mm -hmm. during the shutdown. Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. A lot of y'all look it up. I was looking at the different type of statistics. A lot of people, yeah. marriages was destroyed during that time. Mm -hmm. And thank God the marriage is still here because I'm telling you, me and my husband, at first, I'm like, oh, this is going to be different with you. Yeah. He's home, and he working from home. I know, two of us in the same house. How this going to work? His office upstairs, above yeah. mine, he yeah. talk loud yeah. when he at work. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we two Woo. peas in the bucket. Two peas in the bucket because we do both laugh. Yeah. But, however, we had the best time. Oh, my God. It was we like did. another fire ignite i was like well you know you fine you know what i'm just girl like, you better talk my language <laughs> but the enemy don't like that yeah. and so that's one yeah. of the things he does he try to literally destroy marriages and so discord and then have a man or a woman thinking the grass is green on the other side and oh. it's not yeah. bye mm -hmm. it's not yeah. okay yeah. and so with that the lord also gave me this scripture about forgiveness in ephesians 4 32 be kind to one another mm -hmm. tender-hearted forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Yeah, and so yeah. let me tell you something. If that person want to make it work, it don't matter what they have done. Right. It does not matter. You can start over. Yeah. You can start over. You yeah. can make men that marriage. If me yeah. and my husband survived, and I'm telling you, we was yeah. on our way to divorce court. Yeah. If we yeah. did it, all the stuff that we went through and yeah. nobody really knew. Right. Right. But all the things we went through, God hand was on us. Yes. And when we forgave, I forgave. He forgave me. That's true. It was a two-fold. Right. It wasn't just him doing something to not me doing something. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. We both was not proactive. Like we said, in work means engage. We wasn't engaging in our marriage. Right. We wasn't keeping it fresh. Right. Okay? Right. And so that's why it became boring. Yeah. Okay? So yeah. I hate a boring marriage. Yes, she does. And so listen. If you're out there and you look, your marriage is on the rocks, mm -hmm. check it. See what's going on. Right. See what's going on with your heart. Is this some unforgiveness? And right. you got to forgive. Yeah. you got to let it go. Whether you stay together or not, you still going to have to forgive that man or woman. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's Bible. And so another thing when you talk about that, the Bible showed me this. And this was something that I really read when I was trying to work on my marriage and work mm -hmm. on me. Mm -hmm. You know, my attitude, my mess. One of, thank you, baby. Look at him. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I just love that man. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Proverbs 14 and 1 says this. The wise woman builds her house. Because my husband's going to say it. I think he was in my notes. The wise <laughs> woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If yeah. your marriage is on the rocks and you've been that foolish, dumb woman, it's because of you. You can't blame nobody else. Because when you are wise, you proactive, you engage, you work on that marriage. Right. You literally asking God for strategy to keep right. your household together and not right. break right. it down. Right. You working on that attitude and your snippiness. And you talking about PMS. Now, don't blame it on PMS. You have a problem. So you need to go to God to see what's wrong and fix that mess. Yeah. The Bible also says this in Proverbs 12, 12 and 4. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. Mm -hmm. 
but she that maketh a shame is as rottenness in his bones. Let me tell you something. I looked that up, okay? And it says, when, and, and let me tell you the other, the other version said, a worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. Oh my God. A wife who shames her husband, a wife don't know how to check that tongue. A wife don't know how to hold peace. It says you like cancer. It's like tooth decay where cavity slowly weakens a tooth and it falls out. It breaks. It's, it's gone. That's a wife who shames her husband, which eventually leaves him decayed, rotten, worthless. No life in him. And so I'm speaking from a woman perspective. My husband can speak from a man perspective. I'm going to. But you can leave a man lifeless. And so, uh, but when you are worthy, the, the, it says it used these different, different versions use worthy, noble, excellent, virtuous. Right. Okay. And we talked about worthy, what it means in Hebrew. When I talk about Genesis, Genesis 2 and 18, uh, worthy means it's a helper suited. You're yeah. worthy. You're yeah. corresponding to your husband. That's a help me. So a worthy woman is a help me to her husband. It gives him life. You know what I'm saying? I love when my husband smile at me, especially when I make him good dinner. Okay, <laughs> or when I'm doing something for him, yeah. I want to be at service to him. I want to serve him. Yeah. I didn't used to be like that now, mm -hmm. but I want to serve him, yeah. and it makes me happy when he give him life and he's smiling, he cheese, especially when he come in the house and he see me looking good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah. saying when yeah. he see me, you know, uh -huh. and, and and he smiles. It that gives him right life, and when yeah. I speak life into him, yeah. Um, so. That's how, from a female perspective, the marriage can get wrecked. But see, you just... Come on. I ain't going to say you can't do that. But the same for a man. Because we've heard of abuse, whether it's this kind or this kind. You know what I mean? And, you know, if, if a male is just equally aggressive as, you know, whatever kind of way that he is, then that's not going to help either. But Yes. Here's what I saw in my own marriage with you. And this ain't because mm -hmm. I'm something and somebody great. Come on, baby. You are. Y'all ever heard of the saying that good things come to those who wait? Man, man here we go again. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering. Or uh -oh. love, joy, peace. Hold on, we may be low. That enemy is busy. We give you the glory, God. Hallelujah. You back? Hold on. Yeah. There we go. All right. Guys, I'm telling you, I need y'all. Look, prayer warriors, I need y'all to be praying. Yeah, for please real. pray. Okay. I think we on track. We on track. Go please, ahead. Please pray. The volume the, was low. The, 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 the whole objective is patience. And so, yeah, granted... I brought a host of different issues to my own marriage, but the more that we can wait on God and wait on each other, mm. let alone wait on our spouse and then wait on ourselves, then on, God sis. has enough time to cause again a heart mm. change. It's only one person. In the whole wide world and universe that can change anybody's heart and that can change anybody's mind. And we call him father. We Come call on. him the Lord. Come on. We call him Jesus by the Holy Spirit. And so the point is this, is that this and this is an earmark that your marriage is worth waiting for, worth working on, worth having, that you know it from God when they get attacked left and right and on all sides. And so from not having no money to not knowing each other to uh, having other distractions through people, Listen. through any other kind of distraction and uh, Wait, offense. Finances is the second reason cause for of divorce. divorce. It, well, there it is. Fidelity. Infidelity, and yes. fi infidelity yeah. and finances. And so, and so well, all that being thrown at a person's marriage, 
That right there lets you know that God has put his hand on it and that God has something so special for it. And if you wait and listen on the, to the Lord and on yeah. the Lord, wait on the Lord and listen to him, then not only will he let you find your way out, you and your spouse, or you being you and your spouse, but then also there's a, a lifetime of blessing for you. You yes. know what I'm saying? And so, you know, and I saw that in my own, uh, and so here's what happened. As I'm waiting on the Lord and as... I'm just kind of, you know, don't want my marriage to end. God finally began to change our hearts. It sure ain't no just hers. It's mine, too. Listen, and so, listen. he was praying because I was I was like I had a plan. I contacted lawyers. <laughs> I saw my husband on his face and the enemy was saying, let him keep praying. It don't even matter. I'm telling you. Prayer works because although when people say it, let me tell you something. One person can be over there praying. Okay. We was already married now. Mm -hmm. One person can be over there praying. The other one can be stubborn as a mule like I was. Yeah. And God literally changed. I'm talking about softening my heart. Yeah. My heart did a 180. Yeah. Because he was praying because he still wanted to make his marriage work. Yeah. I remember we was so broke. (laughs) Yeah, we were so nine, 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 nine. We would go get. You remember they when 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 they had ninety nine uh cent cheeseburgers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's why I can't that stand. One. I can't stand. If I'm in the clinch, I'm getting like two of them easy. That's me. But we would go and get McDonald's. That's all and we can afford. Split it. That's all we can afford. That's all we can afford. My husband wouldn't eat, so I can eat. That's what you call a man. And that's what I'm saying. If you have a man, don't think he's weak and whack because he loved the Lord. That's the enemy deceiving you. Now, my husband made way more money. We don't have to share cheeseburgers. We don't even have to share a a steak at Morton House, Ruth, Chris, or any of that. He said, order whatever you want, baby. Go ahead, order. Go get the big one because I'm going to help you. He be getting the tomahawk. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's but anyway, anyway, th- that's how broke we was, th- yeah. and that's our relationship but, was a mess. But but can 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 we just go ahead and push that a little further? Yeah. Because we was that I had thirty thousand dollars. What you gonna do with that? <laughs> so anyway, that's how much he made. <laughs> anyway, the the, the, the contract said. <laughs> How you gonna be $29,999 like 64 cents? Like, anyway, man, whatever. Anyway, so we really have a lot of money. But see, as God brought us out, yeah. then now he let us, the end of what is that? Psalms 27, let us see Come the on. goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You know what I'm saying? And so, but here's, here's the thing about your spouse or that person. My wife might have had her challenges. But there's one thing that I know about her is exactly what I asked God for. And he gave me, I said, Lord, father, let me have one of your own daughters. Mm. Okay. I don't want no church girl. I don't want just no good looking girl. I don't just want a girl. And the girl is, let me have one of your own. I got daughters. Yes. it's, It's in the Bible. And so because of that, Father, can I have one in Jesus' name? Yeah, okay, here you go. Mm-hmm. And she was holy in the sense mm-hmm. that, yes, she had a relationship, has a relationship mm-hmm. with God. But then there was something about her that was not like all the other women that I've ever known in my entire life, as well as that were around in that time. And so, and because of what God put in her, I knew that she was really for God. Mm-hmm. I know that there was something going on. Yeah, now I can articulate because I can understand that, yeah, there were some heart issues, some wounds and some, you know, misunderstanding and a lot of talk in the ear and, you know, some other things going on. But the enemy was running she, rampant. She was still God. God's daughter. Yeah. And so that I would say was conducive to the results now of the prayer because you belong to God anyway. You know what I'm saying? If I was a prodigal son, that would have made you a prodigal daughter. You know, but we still belong to the father. You know what I'm saying? And so because God still had his hand on you and God still had his hand on me, whatever I did and all the things that I did, I don't ever want to do that again if it's going to cause a situation. And if I got to humble myself and serve and humble myself and give and humble my, and just lower, and if I got to kill myself mm-hmm. in the sense that I died to myself and the things that I think are good, for the sake of you and my marriage and my family, 
then that's the approach. And so, and so there we go with the Ephesians 5. Husbands, love your wife like Christ loved the church so much that he gave himself for it. And, and so therefore, you serve. And therefore, you give. You know what I'm saying? And 18 years later, ding, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But again, just like the bike analogy. You get one revolution, you get a couple of feet up the road. Get another revolution, and the more pedals you take, then the more ground you cover, and you begin to get better at working. You get better at engaging. To me, that's the most effective word with the engaging effectively that you said with the work analogy, because now God showed me how to engage you. Mm -hmm. How to engage you is different how to engage some other people that I didn't in the past. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you. You cater to things that relate to you. <laughs> so the more that I learned about you, and I, and I got to say this again, I don't know when the last time I said it, but before before we even were thinking about each other, I went to go train, and so I used to go to martial arts uh, every uh, every day, Monday to Friday, for whatever period of time I did. And so I take a little nap, <laughs> like clockwork. Take a little nap, give me a handful of uh, Doritos for some steam, put some uh, gas in the tank. Then I go train and things like that. And I used to have. TBN on. And so one day, TD Jakes was doing a thing, a thing, conference. And uh, he, he had his workman belt on. And he said something so pivotal, and it's still in my spirit. He said, How dare you divorce your spouse? And there's still so much more to learn about them. This was 20 years ago, right? This is like 20. This, yes, it's a long time ago. But it's so true. There's so much more ground to cover with you. There's so much more to go with you. There's so much more to gain with you. There's so much more to learn about you. And so it's it's like aborting a mission now is just pointless. And so I didn't mean to go on a rent like that. Yeah. But the whole point was is that you were worth the wait and the work. Mm, worth the wait. Yes. <sighs> well. I think it's going to turn. Listen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining again. Thank y'all. I mean, this, this, listen, the relationship Q&A, all the questions that was yeah. submitted was, was fire. It yeah. was so right now. Yeah. So thank you guys, all of you who, who you submitted guys. questions, the dating, yeah. the part one that we did, February 11th, right. and now the marriage right. Q&A. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you yeah. for joining. We so appreciate y'all, all yeah. of y'all that stayed, even though Definitely. all this was going on, but God, yeah. okay. Amen. Uh, yes, Amen. Kevin, thank you, Nita. Thank you. Thank you, Ranisha. Thank you, guys. Yes, he said, thanks for sharing. Gives me hope. You, yes, man. Sharon, you, I, I mean, <laughs> yes Kevin yeah. God is going to give you hope and as a matter of fact yeah. we just want to pray okay yeah. we want to pray for people that are single people that are broken because yeah. of marriage people that did not forgive because they was hurt in a marriage or a relationship people that have trust issues because that was me once before right. and people that are struggling even being single yeah. okay because let me tell you something what's out here now you got to be careful you don't know if Jane was Bob before okay Ooh, so you don't yes. know Bob is Jane now like it's serious yeah. okay yeah. and so the dating game I heard is serious serious now yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. and so but i know that god have somebody that's truly he patterned yeah. just for you yeah definitely. okay definitely. so i wouldn't definitely. say give up hope yeah. okay because god has somebody for you but i think this is the this is the right time to position yeah yourself definitely. for that mate it's definitely. time to be seeking god on who that mate is yeah. and also yeah. working on us working right. on you right. go watch the dating series if you are yeah. single i'm it was lit yeah, okay right. and we right did on. a five minute preview six minute preview right before the right. first video before you know the one that cut off and yeah. so go back and watch that because it's very very I'm telling you, if you position yourself, this yeah. is the season that God has given his people what, what's theirs. I'm yeah. telling you. He's yeah. given us everything that's owed to us. Everything right. that the enemy tried to take from us. Right. Everything that's held up. Yeah. God is pulling it down for his people in this season. So right. I, we want to pray for them, honey. Yeah. Say a quick prayer. Let's let's uh, let's pray. Father, thank you today. Thank you, God, for Hallelujah. your spirit. Thank you for your presence. And thank you, Lord, for your promise. Lord, in Jesus name, you said to ask and we shall receive. Seeking we will find and knocking it will be open. 
to us. And God, right now, we just ask on behalf of your people for healing, God. And we ask right now in the name of Jesus for, Lord, just increase hope that you encourage them, that you empower them, and that you bless them to take the next step in the relationship that you have for them. God, you do have a mate and you do have a spouse for these your people who are without their mate and without their spouse right now because, Lord, in the Garden of Eden, you told Adam that it is not good for For man man to be be alone. alone. And God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask that just like my wife just said even by your spirit that Lord you position them hallelujah that they will be ready to receive what you have for them Lord you said even at the beginning of this year that Lord you're going to open your hands and be generous you said at the beginning of this year Lord that we have to get ready for what's about to come to us and what we're about to go to in Jesus name therein Lord prepare us and prepare us to let you have room in us Lord to get us ready Lord and to Lord let us be engaged and let us be in position to engage the people and the mate Lord that you have for us Lord you're not just going to give us something that we're not ready for therein Lord we got to prepare and God we thank you now for loving us so much to put us in community and to let us get around Christ like believers and family that Lord in Jesus name there is your will and your counsel and your word to get us ready in the way that you would have us to go so Lord have your way have your way heal the heart Give clarity right now, God, and shut the mouth, Lord, of every devil, every distraction, every temptation in the mighty name name of Jesus. Jesus. You have the key that uh, opens the door that no man can shut. Yes. And shut the door that no man can open. So shut the door to the enemy and open, Lord, the door to all your promise. And we thank you, Lord, and count it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining. Listen, we're going to be praying for each one of you looking at the messages and see what you were saying so we can pray concerning whatever that thing is thank you guys so much for joining we love y'all so much see y'all next week is going to be lit we have a show live we're live again with women in business so we have some powerful women coming on and we're going to talk about business but the christian way you know what i'm saying because we make god our ceo okay amen and so thank you guys we love you so much listen stay tuned for next week go ahead and like and share the second video okay if you haven't already Uh and thank you guys so much we see you next week see you guys Through a telegram. I mean, what you doing with this energy? What you saying you gonna see me? I don't want the energy. <sighs> Y'all, I mm-hmm. stay out of our stuff. <laughs> There are dangers if we don't honor the word of God. 